Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Welcome in the studio today. We have a a director, Kieran Mullaly. We have an actor and musician, Jerry Cox. And we have Neil Humphreys, celebrated author, humorist, and writer. <laughs> And football commentator. Not sure about the celebrated part, but I'll take the rest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we live in a region and specifically in a country of many different accents. So let's talk about accents. Uh, in a recent production, um, Kieran and Jerry, you were talking about some Irish accents and some different accents that were happening. What have you guys come up with, uh, especially on the stage, when it comes to different accents being used and then also being understood or not understood uh, as it relates to uh, the productions that you do? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Okay. Over to you, Karen. Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, accents are tricky. Is it I a mean, challenge? For yeah, they're very, they're very tricky, and especially with the plays that I've been doing so far, they've been Irish plays, and of course, the Irish accent is a very specific mm. thing, mm. Um, and also the Irish accent, especially in rural parts, they can be very hard to understand. Yeah, you know, and even when people are good with accents, they're trying to do their accents. Um, you don't want to have a situation where the accent is compromising people's ability to actually hear the play and what's going on. Right. So I wouldn't be too um, severe with accents. I, I always try and <laughs> try and make sure people can hear first, and then we'll say put in the accent um, a little flavour of it. But it's interesting because when you talk about accents, some people get really. Uh, kind of focus in on the way certain letters or certain words are, are pronounced but mm. for me I think accent is often it's it's where the um, the words are kind of uh, formed in the mouth there's something there's, there, there's something in that and of course the rhythm is, is very important yeah. as well J- Jerry Cox the you know you're a performer you're a musician you're uh, a, an actor You've been in Singapore for 16 years. This is a melting pot of people from everywhere, obviously. Absolutely. Uh, from not only from the United Kingdom, but but all parts elsewhere in the world. And then, of course, we've got the homegrown Singlish, you know, Singaporean mm. accent as well. How do you find that people are able to communicate efficiently and effectively when having to sometimes figure out what exactly the other person's saying? In a lot of cases, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I mean, even after 16 years, sometimes I'll go... Like to a hawker centre or something yeah. with my wife. My wife's Singaporean. Um, and I'll try to order something and the uncle or auntie doesn't have a clue what I'm saying or they talk to me and I don't have a clue what they're saying. And, you know, sometimes it's kind of, how long have you been here now and you still don't know what that person is saying, you know? Um, but I think, generally speaking, people do manage to, to make themselves understood because... Um, the beauty about Singlish is that they abbreviate everything. Mm. Never use three words when one word... One can know, do, you know, yeah. Could you turn on my microphone, please? <laughs> hey, on the mic, ah! Huh? You know what I mean? That, that kind of thing. So it, it makes it very um, economical, I suppose. Yeah. Neil, you've been following this topic for years. You've been writing about it and jesting mm. about it. Mm. And, uh, and and what strikes you about the, the clash of accents in, no, in Singapore? No, I'm fascinated by accents. As you say, I've written about it many, many times. I like the territorial nature, the protective element of accents. People are very, very 
uh, as I say, protective of their accent. They cherish it. They get very upset when it was when it's wrong. So I always qualify. Yes, I can speak Singlish. I just can't speak it as well as you. Mm. So I won't pretend to be Ah Beng. I'm not Pachu Kung, but I can speak Singlish well enough to be understood in hawker centres. But my syntax, my intonation, my sentence structure yeah. will never be truly authentic. I get that yeah. because I wasn't born into the culture. Um, that comes through childhood. That that really comes from that critical age between after birth to puberty when I think you, you absorb all the accents and so on. My daughter can speak three different accents fluently because she's born into a culture so she can do Singlish, American and pretty much standard British English. North, North London? Yeah, well, mine is East London. I'd <laughs> <East London, laughs> be very territorial. I'd be very territorial. Sorry, I thought you were North London. Uh, but I, I, in fairness, I was born in North London. I was born in North London. Um, now, we are very territorial and, and Jerry was just saying off air that I mean, you've got a story about the play you did recently where you've got Irishmen and Englishmen doing it, and still people get critical of we, the accent. Yeah, what, was, did, what was that, Jerry? We did. We, we did the, the, the cast is about half Irish. Yeah. Um, but, of course, all the characters are Irish. Um, but one of somebody came up to me after the show and said, uh, that particular character, I didn't think his Irish accent was very authentic. And this particular actor is from Kerry. So he's got the most authentic Irish accent of all of us, you know, combined. Uh, and yet somebody felt that, oh, no, I didn't think he did that very well. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's an interesting thing, like what, what, what constitutes an accurate Irish accent? You know, I mean, exactly. when I think of Irish accents in, a, in an acting kind of uh, context, I think of things like, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman in Far and Away, and I cringe. Yeah, um, I think of Brad Pitt in The Devil's Own, and I cringe. No, oh, however, oh, Brad, Brad Pitt is it? Snatch. Oh, Snatch is brilliant. He absolutely did. He nailed nailed that. That. He the, the, the But the one in um, the one in um, Devil's Own, I remember that uh, Brad Pitt. You're making a stupid decision, Mr. Connolly. It was very much like that kind of accent, very sing-songy. He just up and didn't down, understand the situation, know. Tom. Yeah, he just kept <laughs> going up and down. You know, he sang. He, <laughs> he, he was doing no, the Northern. It was, an, it was a Belfast accent. Belfast accent, and it really wasn't do, very yeah. good then. Yeah. I didn't think so. Right. Was he, Sorry, Brad. <laughs> but even with the Americans, um, even with the Americans, you see it because I just saw a recent interview with Kevin Bacon, and he's made a career of playing Bostonians. Even he can't understand that. I believe he's New York born and raised. Mm. Now, even in Boston, Glenn, you'll know this. They don't like Bostonian accents performed by Bostonians. Mm, it's like mm, the Irish. You've got mm. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg. It's very much get the car. It's mm. almost slightly Irish sounding mm. because of the Irish well, influence yeah, of, of Boston, yeah, right? Massive. So a, there's an Irish element to it. So even their territorial about their own native Bostonian. So it's mm. a universal thing, isn't it? You yeah, would know this. It certainly is. With Neil Humphreys, the celebrated author, and Jerry Cox, the uh, musician and and actor and Kieran Mullaly, the director. Kieran, how do you how do you direct your actors on stage to be understood when they're de- when they're dealing in a, a country like Singapore, but with heavy accents from Ireland or wherever else? Usually, I just say "say it again" until they get it right. <laughs> 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 that's your that in your is that in your directing course as well? <laughs> that, that's, a, that's in my directing course. Yeah, available now online, uh, folks. <laughs> Twenty nine ninety five. It's gotten to the point that during rehearsals, I'll usually say a line three times because I know he's going to tell me to say it again anyway. So I just I'll just say that again. But like, yeah, okay, go ahead. But what are you looking for? I mean, are you looking for enunciation in terms of you know you can't change the accent necessarily? So yeah. what 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 part of that? A part of the the pronunciation. Do you want to have more clear? How do you make it more clear? Well, the crucial thing is that they throw their voice. Projection. Projection is crucial, and then um, yeah, it's just 
I'm a kind of a hands-off kind of person. I mean, I usually, I, I direct as a last resort. Mm. So you kind of get the actors together. You hope they do amazing things. And of <laughs> course, guys like Jerry Cox always do do amazing things. Yeah. But there just might be a little weak spot here or there. Um, often what happens is maybe in a very emotive scene, they kind of are, the adrenaline gets pumping and the lines just kind of mush together. So just to get guys a bit mindful of that so they can pace themselves properly, it's usually little tweaks like that here and, and there. And, and that phrase, lines mushing together, that's an actual theater phrase. Oh, it is, it? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I studied for 10 years. I love it. <laughs> but that's, as you say, that's a, that's a theater thing. The enunciation is clear, projecting your voice is important. But as, if I'm understanding correctly, you don't want them to dilute their accents, you want to keep the authenticity. Uh, yes, that, that, that is, that is true. I mean, you try and cast it. I mean, usually my casting process, and Jerry will know this, is I meet someone for a coffee or a drink. I kind of look at them. Mm. I kind of listen to them. And, uh, and, and, and that's it. One of the guys who was, who was in a play that we recently did, who's doing a terrific job. He did a terrific job in the play. Uh, hilarious. How I met him was we were in, I think, The Drunken Poet. Right. And I didn't even know him. I knew a friend of his and I was talking to her and then he came over and then I was kind of looking at him and I kind of thought, God, there's something nice about you, man. Did you ever think about doing a bit of acting? <laughs> he was never on stage before, but he had a nice presence. He had a nice voice. And uh, that's kind of how I do my casting. But um, the point I'm making hmm. is you don't worry too much about the audience. You don't say, slow it down, Jerry. The Irish is too strong. You're, you're more interested in the authenticity of, of the accent. Um, the reason I say that is because I, one of my biggest bugbears in Singapore is that when you do occasionally watch TV productions, and I'll be diplomatic, you're sitting there go, sit, saying, nobody in Singapore talks like that. Nobody. Mm. And that takes me out of the... I'm not watching the TV show. I'm taken out of the TV mm. show because they're so paranoid about the hockey and auntie listening from here and the tutu auntie from here, and they, they end up losing any semblance of authenticity. So you end up with this ironed-out, bland, mm. pseudo-fake... RP, received pronunciation, accent, that no Singaporean speaks, by the way, yeah. sometimes with a bit of an American twang thrown in, that is so completely inauthentic that it, rather than ticking every box, I believe it ends up crossing all of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so authenticity has to be the key ultimately. Yeah, it is, absolutely. But I think people that are drawn to the theatre, they do have a sense of, a, a lot of the guys like Jerry and a few others, there's one guy... Uh, who, who, I, who I did a play with, who before he'd done acting, he was a tour guide. Right. You know, so people kind of like that tend to be yeah. drawn to the theatre yes. and they have a sense of the audience. That's right. So without destroying right. their own accents themselves, they, they know how to present. Got it. You know, awesome. they're, they're good at public speaking kind of just naturally. Karen Mullally. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, sorry, Jerry Cox. Excuse me, Jerry, not That's Jeffrey. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking Jeffrey Rush. Because you do Rush. have kind of a Jeffrey Rush look to <laughs> you. Take I'll Rush. take that, I'll take that. Absolutely, I'll take that. <laughs> Jerry Cox, Neil Humphreys, <laughs> talking accents here on Money FM on weekend mornings. Thanks to all of you for joining us today. Thanks, Thanks very much, Lynn. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.